The Ozone. Welcome to The Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, featuring Jaguar senior writer John Hosier and executive producer Dave DeCandis. This week's guest is an interesting story to me. He's a guy who flashed on the scene, to use that cliche, in 2017, and then was not as productive, sort of disappeared at times a little bit in 2018 and 19 but really has come on this year to be a key part of this offense. I think by now most Jaguars fans can deduce that I'm talking about wide receiver Keelan Cole on this week's Ozone Podcast. Uh, Keelan, I consider this for you a big year coming in. Did you feel that way? Did you feel like it was a big year and an important year, I guess? And are you, quote, satisfied with this year, even though I know satisfied is not a word you guys use? Uh, I mean... I knew that they was going to for sure make us get through the season. So I took advantage of the time that we had off and was continuing to work through workout and stuff like that uh, in my garage and stuff. So I was definitely ready to come through and make it a big season. Where are you better now than you were as a rookie? Because you were good as a rookie, but it strikes me you're a different player. Uh, Yeah, definitely just, um, I guess, being comfortable. Rookie year, I just came straight from Division II talent. Uh, competition, no talent. I'm gonna say talent. Them D two boys got talent too. So I mean, and it was just a whole different speed, and it was just it was just all the way different. And I'm I'm glad I adapted as quick as I did when I came in. But then I had to slow it down and actually figure out what I was adapting to. I felt like my rookie year, I was really just playing football, trying to figure out my way in, and was successful in the same time, rather than really knowing what I was doing that was making me su- successful. So I just had to continue to go through all the situations that you go through as a as an athlete and just figure out what I was comfortable with doing. I want to get to that process here in a second, but for people who don't know, and I know you've talked about it before, but I'm interested with four years of perspective, how big of a difference was that jump you made in 2017? I know you sort of knew it then, but with four years to look back on it, how extreme was that leap? I mean, really, it's just... Uh... When you when you when you start at levels that like D D one and stuff like that, you get I want to say better coaching. Really, it's just not really better coaching. It's just mm-hmm. coaches with more experience. Coaches that have been here, there, even players. You you've had players that, that have been to different coaches. They travel around D one D so from school to school. So you learn a lot. You get to experience a lot. And then most of those people that you meet in D one are in the league. So that's a that's really a experience that I didn't get to get while I was in college. It was just more like I didn't have nobody help me through the process of learning what I needed to be best at and stuff like that. So when I got here, I learned it from the uh, from the players that was on the team and the coaches. So uh, I'm just proud that I was able to adapt fast. It wasn't fast enough, but it was definitely – it could have been worse and definitely, um, definitely grateful for the process that I've been through. Your road is fascinating to me because it – it's not a normal rookie free agent road. You came in in 17 and had success. And then in 18 and 19, not as much success as 2017. So, but take me through that road. And was it difficult at times the last couple of years? Um, not really. It was just really just playing football and uh, playing my role. Uh, the last few years, I just feel like my role wasn't as big as it was rookie year. Rookie year was more, uh, I had to step in and help the, help the older guys who was getting hurt and, I was just more healthy and ready to go at the time. So uh, I feel like the as the years go on, you know, uh, business plays as rose and you just got to play where you stay. And I was 
playing my role as best way I could. It just wasn't as great as the first one, like I said. So, but uh, as we go on, I'm gonna keep trying to make my role as big as I can and keep making my play so I uh, I can keep beating my milestones. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and uh, I'm assuming you're not gonna share those milestones with me. Uh, no, I don't have any milestones. I'm trying to make okay. anything possible. She two thousand yards in the season, whatever. It's I don't that I don't every, what they say. Every record is uh, meant to be broken. Now, are you a goal guy coming into seasons? Do you set uh, tangible goals or nah, uh, how does that work? For season you? too long to do that. College, yeah, we can do that, but season way too long to be trying to set goals for a seventeen week season. It's more the goal is week by week try to win and do the best you can within your games. Try to be on the field each week, right? Isn't that the? <laughs> uh, that's that's the that's the goal throughout the week, and then once yeah. you get there, the goal is definitely to win and just play your role. Now, when Jay talked to the media this week, uh, Coach Gruden, he talked a lot about he has asked you to play more inside, more in the slot than maybe you have in the past. Uh, tell me about that adjustment, and I guess tell me about playing the slot. That's a different beast than outside, isn't it? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I was a raw mind when it came to receiver. I didn't start playing receiver till I got to college. So that was just something that I've always been doing. I don't really understand the difference between outside and inside. Okay. I, other than there's big boys in the inside and there's not in the, on the outside. So, and that's, that's as honest as my answer can get. I really, gotcha. I don't see a difficulty in playing inside or outside. I honestly think it's the same thing, same routes. Like I said, it's just more people in the inside than it is the outside. But I'm not scared to get hit. So I guess that would be the only difference from the inside and the outside. So no trepidation at all. Like You're playing in the slot. You're not the biggest receiver in the NFL. No. But it doesn't bother you in there. No, not Some at all. Some guys don't like it in there. No, I mean, I like, the, I like the contact. I mean, it's probably one of the only sports that you can actually hit somebody. So, I mean, and it's legal. <laughs> so I mean, it's just I, I don't mind the contact. I'm uh, shoot inside, outside, tight end, backfield. I, I feel comfortable. I got you. Now uh, before we move on, uh, big hits. You mentioned that, and you've taken some, but you always get it. Is that a pride thing? Is it just something that you're built to do, or, no, or can you I even mean, explain it? Because you've taken some shots. I, honestly, I. Honestly, love contact. Like I just, I guess I was just a rough person, a rough, a rough uh, kid growing up, and just enjoy the, the physicality. But I mean, it hurts. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna sit and act like I just get up <laughs> smiling like Lavisca. I ain't getting up smiling, clapping my hands when I get hit. But it's definitely like a little fun thing. Like, ooh, that woke me up. All right, let's keep going. I'm not trying to get hit. I'm not talking like that. Not at all. Not running into contact. But I mean, every once in a while, it's it's good to get some physicality and know that you're playing some, some football still. And you've got to kind of have that reputation with DBs, right? I mean, like they know from watching film, they know that just a shot at you is not going to bring you down. Facts. Did you ever get hit at Wesleyan remotely like you've been hit in the NFL? Not even Or close. is that a huge difference? Not even close. I don't even think I got tackled like that. Like I got tackled, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, no, I ain't, I wasn't getting smacked. And that's another thing I was saying. It was just the game was so so much faster now. Like even right. like I would probably be able to see it in college rather than now. You can't see it at all. As soon as you catch the ball and turn around, they right there. I got you. If you had known how much different it was, would you have come in with any confidence? Uh, I mean, I came in with with uh, actually a lot of confidence just because I was so yeah. 
I still wasn't told that, hey, this is what's going to happen when you get here. It was more like raw mind that I still came in with the raw mind of, all right, just got to come in, make my plays, catch every ball. So, Are you still proving people wrong? I mean, is that still a thing for you? I don't, you know me. I don't do social media and stuff like that. So I don't really be caring what people be thinking. I know what I got to do. Tell me about this receiver room. We're not around. Like, the media's not around as much, as I'm sure you guys like. But it seems like this receiver room must be fun to be a part of this year. Definitely. Chark, I mean, it's very exciting just to know that whoever gets the ball is going to be a different – it's going to be a different vibe, but it's going to be an exciting play regardless. Uh, definitely love the way Visca runs the ball. Love the way Chark goes up and gets it. Uh, even when Chris comes in, big, 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 strong mountain, just running. Uh, it's, it's always fun just, just seeing everybody's different attributes come together as the drive continues to go down the field. I can't leave out the running backs too because they got some receiving yards too. So my boy Spinner and Chris Thompson, shout out to them. They they the smaller. Oh, the tight ends too. Got to give them a shout out too. Dang, that's all I saw. Now you say you like contact. And you see what LaVisca can do in the backfield. Do you lobby for that? Is that Keelan Cole's future? No, he got it. As long as <laughs> I, I, as long as LaVisca is a receiver with me, which I hope it goes for a long time, I do not want to run the ball. Give him the ball. <laughs> I would love to take a handoff and all, but if he's right there, he's the best fit for it. So I would definitely let him run the ball over me anytime. In the receiver room, I don't know you guys that well. Who keeps it light? Who's the jokester? Is that you? DD. Period. He's the guy? That is 100%, 110% the person. And final question about your other teammates. What's uh, – DJ Shark seems like a quiet guy. Is he always that way around you guys, or does he let loose? It depends. Did you ask him this question already? Did you, does he know that y'all know – y'all think he's like that? Yeah, is DJ that? Uh, not personally. I mean, oh, well, yeah, he's he a like that around guy. There. Like, he's not over the top. Yeah, he liked that with us then. Since y'all don't, okay. <laughs> y'all don't know, I'm gonna keep it like that. He That's is fair. like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You've been with Keenan now for four years, Keenan McCardell. Jaguars fans love talking about Keenan. He's the guy. Where has he helped you the most? Or would you be the guy you are right now, the receiver without him? I guess. Not at all. When I, like I said, when I got here, I was raw minded. And I was just, I guess, more athletic than anything. Fast learner, for sure. But uh, after coming in and learning what he was teaching us from, and then seeing, like I said before, people like Alan Hearns and Alan right. Robinson and uh, Aurelius Ben, people who's been in the league and my rookie year coming in, and they was already on year five. And actually where I am now, like they – they when I came in, they was on the years I am now. So it was good to see and know that they was there. They've been through the same stuff. Um, I was lucky to have Alan Hearns because he went through the same exact process as me. I mean, from I guess from the undrafted up, and right. it I, I got lucky on the behalf of having coach and having the players that he had, so that I, that way I could uh, have a good example of what he was coaching. Because he was basically Keenan was basically I mean. Had he come out now, he wouldn't have been drafted. He's a 12th-round pick. Mm-hmm. So he relates to you guys. His right confidence now. would be uh, like he got drafted before the draft. That's what you would think. He, <laughs> he thought, you would think he had an NBA pick, and he got picked up before the draft started. He was number one overall in his mind? That, that's, that's the confidence right there. That's the confidence he got. Being around him, you would never know where you were drafted, right? 
like he didn't treat a first round pick any different. No, than he everybody, everybody the same from, and when I, when I say everybody, I mean everybody from practice squad to, to we can use it from practice squad to DJ chart. That's the, that's the pro bowl in the room. So we're going to use it like that. He going to, he going to be on everybody to the, to the little piece of your know, big toe didn't move and it was supposed to. Right. What's the most he's ever gotten on you? Yeah. Oh, he on me. He on me. He on me tough. I respect just it a lot. Always. He on me tough. I think it's just because he took my name before I was born. He took my name. That's my name. He just took it and then put an N in it. But yeah, I mean that's he's on me to the to the littlest of the little. I respect it a lot. Right. Absorb it and learn and keep it moving. Final thing we do, Keelan, is uh, I call it the ozone five. The ozone five. Basically, five fast questions. It's fun. We'll get you out of here quick. Uh, Ozone 5 for Keelan Cole. Your last binge watch. I don't watch TV. Okay. All right. It's been a long time since then, too. So, I I think it was was this TV show called Under Under the Dome. Okay. It's old. It was like, I I couldn't tell you. I was in college. That was the last time I watched. Never watched TV. How many of your teammates don't watch TV? I guess you're flying so solo on that one, aren't you? Yeah, I might just be me. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what's the last song you listen to, either in your headphones or your car? Uh, I've been listening to um, that Gucci Man, that new Gucci Man called So Icy, too, okay. I think. How many times since the catch have people talked to you about the New England catch? Every day. Every day if I see them, they'll be like, ah, oh, that was a nice catch against the Patriots. Okay. Same line every time. Doesn't matter who. What was your best growing up? Your best Halloween costume? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. I was always a football player up until a certain age, but I'm gonna go with the first one when I was Simba. I like that Simba. Right. Lion King. My son was in the Lion King wheelhouse. He was that age. If, if you if you weren't a football player, what sport would you play growing up? What's the best sport besides football? I guess. Honestly. Dang, it's a toss-up between basketball and baseball. That's right. You were a baseball player, right? Yeah. I, I, you were pretty I, good I, at I it, had right? some work to do in baseball. I was good. I was a good fielder. Batting-wise, I, I definitely had some work. So, <laughs> but I'm going to go with baseball. Keelan Cole, get back to work. I appreciate you joining the Ozone Podcast. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I again want to thank Keelan Cole for joining the podcast this week. Uh, for these guys to take time during the season, during what is – you know, by any means right now, a difficult season. Uh, and they have other things to do besides this. So it's always appreciated, and I appreciate them taking the time to try to think about some uh, ridiculous questions sometimes. So Dave, Keelan's always been interesting to me for the reasons I cited at the top. Unbelievable rookie season where he flashed. They used him in exactly the way that he was good at at the time. And then he really didn't go there with me on the question, but I still believe that 18 and 19, he was sort of learning how to play the game still and sort of learning how to become an NFL wide receiver. I think those years had to be a little tougher than he would admit to on this. But in about midway through last year, 2019, he started coming back a little bit, getting more of a role. And this year he's been one of the pleasant surprises on the team. Yeah, it, uh, it's funny. So I have this kind of uh, – I always tell this story. Uh, so I have a friend who uh, was a huge Miami Hurricanes fan. And when Alan Hearns was, was, uh, 
was going through the offseason program and stuff. He knew, you know, I worked for the Jags. He's like, hey, how, how's Alan Hearns? And I remember saying, hey, he's look good, but, you know, he's an undrafted guy, so he might be on the practice squad. And he kept asking me and asking right. me. And I remember at some point, you know, halfway through training camp, I was like, yeah, he's probably going to make the roster. He's pretty good. A couple years later, I did the same thing with Keelan Cole with a different friend who's a big Jags fan would ask me about Keelan Cole. I kind of said the same thing. And then about halfway through camp, you go, oh, this guy is pretty good. Probably should have been, dra- <laughs> probably should have been drafted. And uh, it's just like, I always find those stories pretty cool of like, these guys are kind of, and Keelan's even, I think, cooler than, than like what we are talking about with Alan Hearns. It's just a division two guy played against mm-hmm. not a whole lot of NFL talent, if any. And then all of a sudden comes in, comes into a camp and comes into an off season um, in the NFL. And all of a sudden, I mean, you remember that year, he was a star of training camp. I mean, everybody yep. was talking about him and then got his chance in at 17 and, and played well and was in the lineup for, for most of the year because of injury and did a good job. And it's nice to see him now this year, kind of getting back to some of that stuff he yeah. was doing in 17 and probably, and, and beyond that. And he's, he's definitely one of my favorite guys in the locker room. Always, He's talking about the fans like him because he's friendly and nice. I mean, that's how I would describe him. He's always friendly. He's a nice guy, yeah. Always talking, likes to goof around. I made a, an appearance. Uh, he was mic'd up against the Houston Texans. I made an appearance in his mic'd up segment, if you see in jaguars.com. But, like, that's how he is. He's always messing with right. us and, and goofing around. And, and it seems like he really just enjoys football. And that's really cool to kind of be around. And, you know, he really likes the game and likes the fun aspect of it. Well, I give him a lot of credit for a couple of things. He, as a rookie, he made an impact. He, he made an impact, if you recall, that was a run-oriented team in 17. It ran the ball well. And he really made his impact when Bortles would find him deep. There was the Seattle pass that, of course, is probably the biggest play of that season in a way when he caught the uh, 84-yard touchdown, whatever it was. It wasn't that long. but And he had some long receptions. They really made a huge impact, but he was the deep guy and they didn't use him intermediate that much, or I, I don't recall them doing that that much. Well, that's not really where the offense is right now. And Gruden is playing him more in the slot, even though Keelan really doesn't know what the slot is evidently, but he is adapted to that. And again, he, maybe it's good that he doesn't know the difference because it's not an easy transition to make. And they've been playing him more inside. He takes the hits. I don't think most people would have thought before this season as Keelan Cole was a big across-the-middle guy making tough catches, you thought of him more as a deep guy. So I credit him for that. I find it fascinating and probably telling that he didn't really know much about what people say about him. He's not a social media guy. He's not a TV guy. He's his own guy. I don't know what I would do without TV. Dave, I'd be lost. I wouldn't have a job without TV. Right. Well, or, or any hobbies because you know, that's all you do. But that's it. During the quarantine, what else is there to do? You binge watch. He had no clue. But <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't take the bait. I, I think there's something to that. He obviously has stayed focused, obviously doesn't listen to outside noise because in training camp this year, there were questions, would Keelan make the team? I never doubted he was going to make the team. I thought he was clearly based on the end of last year. I thought, if anything, before last season, early last season, I wondered. But he was really good at the end of last year and, and was sort of starting to find his feet under him, I thought. I didn't doubt he'd make the team this year. 
I didn't know that he would be the third receiver. I didn't know that he would be ahead of D.D. Westbrook on the depth chart. That's an accomplishment for Keelan. So he's a different guy. I enjoyed talking to him. I enjoyed learning a little bit about him. And I, I don't know with him what happens in the future. Who knows what the future is for somebody who's not in his contract or he's in his contract year. But he's going to be a guy who went from undrafted free agent to being fringe role guy here. To me, there's no question he's going to play in this league a long time at this point. He's established yeah. himself as an NFL wide receiver. That's not easy to do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you don't know what's his future here, but, you know, what he's done is he's going to make it difficult for no for doubt. management to make a decision about it. And And when we were talking about plays, and one, one big play that stands out for me from 17 from him was in the Pittsburgh playoff game. And he had that yeah. 40-ish yard reception that set it up the, uh, the go-ahead score. And then, uh, you know, and that's the one takeaway I got, you know, you kind of alluded to it when you're talking about doesn't watch TV, he's not on social media. It's he just seems like the kind of guy that comes in is just he's about ball and he comes in and doesn't care if he's playing the slot, the outside or wherever. I mean, he wants to come in and, and perform to his highest level. And uh, and that's good. I mean, and that'll get you a long way probably in the NFL as most things in life. Yeah, hard work. It's overrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you got all here. You got all here on talent, John. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Look where I am. Um, <laughs> with hard work as the final segue, if you will, this was not hard work. Talking to Keelan was very enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I think most people who heard this today maybe have a little better insight into Keelan, the Jaguars' wide receivers. A good guy. I want to thank you for joining us again. Also, want to thank. You. Joe Fortunato for, again, taking out all the things that make me sound like an idiot, make me look good. Dave, I want to thank you again for being you and for being on with us. That was the Ozone Podcast. The one with Keelan Cole did not suck, and we'll try better next week.